Oh my gosh, Mitchum. I had the best day ever in movies. I saw a double feature. Man, I haven't done that in a yeah. long time. It was a perfect day for it. It was rainy, it was cold. There's nothing. It's a Sunday. I mean, yeah, what else are you going to do? It was yucky. I had a good day. Can't wait to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, guys, welcome to episode 66 of Here's Our Take. We're going to jump right into it with the five. We'll get to Allie's great day later. We have a very loaded five. Yeah, we actually have, we have a surprisingly loaded episode. I know. Not a lot of new well, things and it's, coming it's out. It's just been three weeks yeah, since yeah. we were on last. Well, not a lot of big movies have hit the theaters recently, but don't worry. We got a jam-packed oh, yeah. show for you we guys. Don't you show. worry. Okay. Shoot, All right. Go. So I'm starting us off. Uh, Emily Blunt Woo-woo! has been cast alongside Ryan Gosling and David Lech. The Fall Guy, yes. an adaptation of the 1981 TV show about a stuntman who moonlights as a bounty hunter. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It was awesome. It was so and good. He has nice. two sidekicks, Jody, who Emily Blunt's going to play, and his cousin Howie. I uh, can't ran... wait to see who plays his cousin Howie. Oh, they'll get someone, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It ran for five seasons during the 80s. It did. Uh, ended in 1986, set for a 2023 release in March. Um, also speaking of Ryan Gosling, mm-hmm. he has joined Margot Robbie for an Ocean's Eleven prequel film now, that takes place in the 1960s. This, but I'm yeah, I think we talked about it last show. I'm not only not. because of Ryan, of course, Ryan's everywhere. He sure. needs to back off, but nah. he's got a, he's got kids to raise, so he's. But it, I don't know. This takes place like in the 60s. Yeah, and I remember so, in one of the in one of the movies, the second <gasps> one, it talks about. Someone's dad. Well, it's Matt Damon's dad. Isn't <gasps> Matt Damon's dad? Oh my dad? gosh, maybe they're that's okay, where they're going to go. Because I know Catherine right. Zeta Jones's dad was a he was a thief as yeah. well, and he's this the one that be helps. Okay. Because I'm I don't thinking, know. I don't. George's not going to be in it. Brad, none of them are. It's literally kind of how they got their start. So I, I, I think it's going to be. I don't know. We'll I just see. I just I love the, the Ocean series so much, and they keep adding to this. And I think it's just not, well, like, nothing as good as the first is, two. Of course it doesn't, but this is full circle. Yeah, so now I guess. they're coming full circle. We'll anyway, see. Anyway, Tom Cruise and I think his little producing buddy, or uh, Christopher McCrory, are developing a, prod, a project around Cruise's character from Tropic Thunder, which is Les Grossman. Yeah, my least favorite scene in a movie. <laughs> Hey, have you seen him talk about that character that he played? uh, No. Like, he absolutely loved that character. I guess at the time, I watched an interview on Conan or whatever, and he was talking about it, and Ben Stiller called him up, and I guess at the time, Tom Cruise was taking, like, this dance class or whatever, like, this hip-hop class, and so Tom was like, I'll do it, but I want fat hands, and I want to dance, and that's it. And Ben was like, like, what? Yes. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. they. So, it was all in Tom. It was Tom all Tom. It all. And so, they, they did that whole scene that they put at the very end of the movie. And it's... It I is mean, amazing. I love that movie because of that scene. I know. And everything it else about that movie sucks. because it's Tom. But it's so but it's, cool But he had so much fun doing it. That, yes. You know, because yeah. he's the ugliest and yeah. fat suit and everything. So, yeah, it's great. And then, um, oh, I'm just so excited to announce again... Um, Top Gun Maverick has now become the sixth highest grossing film beating Infinity War. Domestically, domestically. Domestically, yes. And, of course, our last episode three weeks ago was in seventh. So, it is, it, y'all, this is really amazing. And let me tell you, I, I went last weekend. I took a friend who hadn't seen it. 
and I just really wanted her to see it in theaters because, you know, as you all know, it digitally released on the 23rd. It comes out on Blu-ray and DVD on the 1st. So we went and saw it, and I'm just sitting there for two hours just watching it for the fourth time going, oh, my God, is this better than Dune? No. Yes. No. I don't know. So I dropped my friend off and zoomed home and put Dune on, and I'm telling you, y'all, the fur as soon as I heard Zendaya's voice, I was like, nope, still number one, <laughs> still number one. Yeah. yeah. If you guys so, haven't seen Top Gun Maverick, if you ever been to a movie in the last 30 years, this is, this the, is the movie you should go see. Yeah. This is probably one of the best movies that have come out in the last five years yeah. or so. And that, that's including Besides Marvel movies, Dune. you know, like it's yeah. it. This movie is fantastic. It's, it's a, all generations. Everybody. There's nothing bad about it. You know, yeah. I mean, Dune, Dune is on a whole different level. Okay. But like Thank this, you. this movie is multi-generational. There's nothing bad about it. Critics love it. Every People love it. Every person on the planet. Every person you talk kids. to and someone that sees it loves this movie. And really, it's and Tom we Cruise. say this every episode. We do. But it's like, I saw it fourth time. Yeah. And yeah. it was as good as I saw it exactly. the first time. I still yeah. got emotional. Yep. I still laughed. And anyway, we, we'll quit talking. But yep. yeah, go go see it. Okay, right. what's up? Number now, three. Three and four. Three and four, combo. just real quick. Yep. We had, it's just going to be a sharpshooter. So just bear with us go sony has announced a film adaptation of their popular video game of days gone uh this is just another zombie slash game zombie show so nothing special there uh paul rudd number four mm. paul rudd is set to join the cast of only murders Yay! in the building for season three i'm 100 percent on that it show now. is slowly gathering up oh, a very exciting so cast uh ryan reynolds will star in a new film based on the board game clue Hasn't that be been fun. done before? A lot. I mean, yeah, we've been, we've heard about we'll this movie see. for a long time. Yeah, we have. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to star in a reboot of Roadhouse with Doug Liam directing. Liniment, and that's Liniment, and Liniment, that's the I'm best sorry. part about it. That's the only reason I'm going to be involved is because of those two guys. Yeah. Because you Roadhouse, know, wasn't it uh, Patrick Swayze? Yes. Okay. Yes, and yeah. it's just about a bounty. He's just like the... Is he a bouncer in a bar? Yeah, he's a bouncer in a bar, but this bar is hardcore. So it'll be fine because of Jake and Doug. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, so I've got a little bit of TV stuff, and both of them I'm so excited about. Dan Levy from Schitt's Creek. Y'all, if you haven't watched Schitt's Creek, where have you been? Anyway, he is joining season four of Sex Education. I'm so excited. I did see, I saw that clip or that picture of him. He looks good. Yeah, oh yeah, he looks I love good. him. I, I love am, him. Yeah, he looks and good. And then another piece of exciting news, which is a little old news now, but just came out. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is going to be on season four of The Boys. And it's an undisclosed, like a secret little thing. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. It'll, it just adds that little spice to it. Show, so, that show is crazy. Yep. That show is insane. And if you don't mind for a moment, I need to get on my soapbox. Sure. Um, just, I'm just going to take a moment. This isn't part of the news, but I just, I just want to talk about this with you guys. So it was announced earlier this week that because theater admissions aren't recovering fast enough, the world's second largest cinema chain, Cinema World, which I'm not familiar, but they do own Regal Cinema, which we have one here on yeah, our Yeah, and account. I think they, the Regal just bought um, 
The Warren, I'm pretty sure. They own uh, the well, Warren down in Moore. Well, that sucks because yeah. they're filing for bankruptcy. Mm. And that is that just, it literally, it breaks my heart. Yeah. It breaks my heart. And granted, they charge too much for their movies, but still, it's heartbreaking. Sure. And then on the flip side, my buddy at uh, Future Flicks tells me yesterday that Netflix has announced that now they're having new platforms at the end of the year. They're saying you could do with ads between seven and nine dollars, and if you want to keep it without ads, they're going to increase you between thirteen and fifteen dollars. That's outrageous. That's so dumb. Oh my gosh, it's just killing me. I mean, I mean, I guess HBO is fourteen ninety nine. Well, I buy it by the year because it's cheaper. Well, the thing that kills—I mean, the thing that's killing it—is like they're going to do this, and then on top of it. They're not gonna let people share your. You can't share your passwords with people. I think. Oh like they're yeah. They're trying to definitely. get on top of that. Yeah. So like, I'd be okay with this if like you bought this for your family and then everyone shares it, but, you know, the thirteen to fifteen dollars. Like Netflix has not put out anything worth watching, except well, maybe they- Gray Man and Red Notice. But yeah, everything else has been pretty crap. Yeah, I mean, they're, I, I mean, know. none of their TV and shows, you know, I, and they drop stuff left and right. And Prime is right; they're like at two hundred and twenty bajillion people, and Prime is like at two hundred. So Prime, Prime is wow. just sneaking up. So That's a, I really ne- thought they would be second. I thought it would be HBO or someone, but oh no, HBO's new. I mean, okay. it's kind of new. So well, I'm just saying there are better know. streaming platforms you out there. What? You don't need Netflix. Here's the way I look at it: I, if Netflix, sure. If they want to do ads, I'll pay the seven bucks. I'll go down to seven dollars because I I usually get up to get a drink or go to the restroom or get on my phone. So I'll I take advantage of the commercials. Yeah, I don't. That's true. I mean, I've Hulu with Hulu with ads, and they're the worst ads on the planet. But I just am like, you know, I'll look down and take notes about the movie I'm watching, or go get some more coffee, or you know, well, I, it's just, just, I, I, I just I thought we got those. past this because it's like watching TV again, and I thought yeah, the reason. Right. for cutting cable is to not have ads yeah. and all these shows but netflix drops all these shows left and right well you know what time, maybe it'll do then maybe it'll freaking drive people to the movie theater back. hopefully speaking of driving people to the movie theater what was that mitchum that's, that's called a segue that's right there called the beautiful called segue marketing. that was not on the script Anyway, Cinemark, my Cinemark, Mitchum and I's place, Tinseltown, is having a National Cinema Day. I put it on my story. I'm so excited. On September 3rd, you can go, listen, anytime, any platform, any type of viewing, $3 tickets. Dang. At Cinemark all day. That's so amazing. Listen, if they, like I saw an eleven o'clock a.m. movie, and they usually show a ten p.m. movie. You could easily get in three, maybe four movies on Saturday the third. And they can and all be in D box. They can I all be the yes, yeah. And our, of course, our Cinemark is done with their. Well, they're almost done with their restoring, but they've put in all 
Those oh nice yeah, they seats. put the reclining chairs in. Yeah, They're super nice. Heaters. I don't ooh, think they fit ooh. as many people, but like the chairs are made. Like I've almost fallen asleep a couple yeah, times, unfortunately. Well, but it's anyway, really so, nice to have leg room and like elbow room and everything. And the yeah. chairs are super big and comfortable. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and what's nice is you can't see people around you. Yes. That's what I like. Yeah, best you feel about secluded, it. like yeah. you're in your living room right. and you don't know who's behind you or below you yeah. or or you only you know is the people next to you. They haven't raised their ticket prices. No, they haven't. They're still seven bucks. Yeah. And then. And four fifty on. That's uh, five seventy five when okay, I go. Well, but anyway, well, this is three dollars. So, yeah. So I looked it up for you guys, and you know what's going to be out on September third? You can go see Jaws. Ooh. Oh my gosh, you guys, go yeah. see Jaws in the theater. And you know what else? Spider Man No Way Home, and it has like thirteen extra minutes. Oh, of I stuff. saw like the uncut version. Yes, or and like that's going to no, be on nine three. So yeah. go see it for three dollars. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, Mitchum, what's next? Uh, we're going weekly watches. Mm. What, weekly watches. There's been a lot of TV recently because there haven't been a lot of movies. Right. So this is this might be a well, lot. Well, what did you wrap up? Go ahead and tell them what you yeah, thought about so it. Yeah, so my wife and I, we finished Sandman. Um, they surprised us with an 11th episode. Yeah, that was just cool. Just kind of like a week later. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. It had nothing I liked, to do with the story. But not it, really, and I think... That all, I don't, because, like, the show was really split up into three main storylines. Yeah. And I want to say those are three different, because it follows a graphic novel by Neil Gaiman. Okay. And so I'm wanting to say that each of those storylines were different series that he produced. Mm-hmm. Like, in graphic novel form. Okay. So, and I, I don't know, I think a TV show would probably be the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think a movie could have done this. No. Um, but in the end, it was kind of weird, and but I, I didn't mind it. It was, it was way out of my usual comfort zone. Um, but there were some good episodes, and then there were some pretty dark I, episodes. There I did some... not like the restaurant one at all. Yes, that was I that was a hard one to watch. I there were some it. episodes that were hard to watch. And, and I was just really... like, am I watching the right show? Yeah, did we I did the same the right? thing. I did it not was, like it at It was all. very interesting. There was a lot of, like... Um, case study kind of episodes yeah. like so that was like a that episode was a microcosm of what was mm-hmm. happening in the real world yeah so that it was just really interesting different it really I made you know. think and i, I yeah. don't know if i wanted to think so much in that show yeah. you know but uh but i, I love we love the main guy i love the main yeah. guy the sandman guy was fantastic world. i love yes. the first three yeah. episodes with his world and Kane. and i wanted more guy. joanna constantine and the, i want some more Ken lucifer Ma- yeah i love that Tarth, episode. she was amazing yes that was awesome yeah she was yeah. fantastic i mean the characters so we'll are see. great but and they kind of set it up for a next season yeah with a battle at the end so yes. we'll see yeah we'll see um but i'm not holding my breath and so. then did you and Haley watch I Am Groot? We got through a couple of them. I mean, we how haven't adorable was and, that? Yeah, I, I mean, mean it was just adorable. Just Let me tell you all, the credits are longer than the episode. Yes, yes. So if you have 30 minutes, you can watch all of the epi- all five episodes. Heck, so. I mean, you don't even need 30 minutes. You need like 20. I mean, there's they're that short. I mean, because you watch it and then it's done and you're like, oh. And then you roll the, you pause it for the credits, and you see like the credits are like six minutes, and the episode was like three. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was five little short stories. So it, yeah, I mean, just it's adorable. Yeah, can't uh, it's a little baby group. And then real quick, I want to talk about, and I, I really contemplated on whether I should even admit that I even watched this show, and the fact that I've watched. 
three seasons of it. And the fact that I watched the third season in two days. But I have my reasons. I have my reasons. And it's called Never Have I Ever. It's on Netflix. It's, um, I think it was like, oh, ten episodes, I want to say. And did, if you guys know Mindy Cowling, she was on The Office, and she had the her own show. Yeah. This is, it's, and this is one of her creations, and it's loosely based on her childhood. Hmm. You know, it's a first-generation Indian-American teenage girl inspired by Mindy Cowling's own childhood. Yeah, what I just said. But, and it, it's high school. I'm going to be honest. It is teeny very bopper. high school. It's very teeny bopper. But, y'all, this, let me tell you, do you, if you guys know, if you remember Jimmy Connor, Chrissy Everett, Bjorn Borg, any of those people were tennis players. No, they were tennis stars in the 80s. Well, the fourth one in there was an outrageous guy. He had the worst behavior and, well, anybody wasn't pretty compared to Bjorn Borg. He was from Sweden, had blonde hair. Everyone was in love with him. But if, if you ever heard of John McEnroe. Oh, yeah, he's the announcer now. John McEnroe. He's an announcer for tennis. Yeah. This is the reason why I want you to watch this show. This is insane. But John McEnroe is the narrator of oh this God. series and you guys i'm telling you it is hilarious because he goes off book all the time oh sure off book yeah. all and he even mentioned bjorn borg in it or even <laughs> and they even go back and he goes oh yeah that was like the 1982 tournament when i stomped all over and they'll go to that clip of him in 1982 when he was on a tennis court and threw his racket down having a tantrum wow it is and that would be the only reason that I would beg you to watch this little high school show is because of John Macro. And then occasionally there's a character on there and his narrator is Andy Sandberg. Oh, wow. So when this character is on, like there's been two episodes where it's all about him. And so John McEnroe will even say, okay, Andy, it's your turn. It's your character. And so then, yes. And then at the end, John McEnroe comes on. He goes, okay, Andy, that's enough. It's my turn now. Y'all, I'm telling you, it is so, that would be my reason to get you to watch it. And I've got, I've got their take. And so, not only my opinion, but Zach Zaney Movie Reviews, who's on Instagram, he even said it's a delightful comedy to binge, and it just takes all your worries away. Hmm. So, there's someone else's opinion. There you go. Yeah. Okay, Mitchum, what else okay. are you watching? Allie, I got something for you. Okay. This is a new show, and I know you've been the showgirl recently, but this one's right up your alley. It's on Netflix. Uh-huh. And it's, it, it's sports. Love it. And it's a true story. I'm now, not. it's a documentary. But this is this is the untold story. This is a series on Netflix. And the one that my wife and I watched was The Girlfriend That Did Not Exist. Oh, the Mateo. When I, yes. I lived through yeah. that, Mitch. Yeah, I know. I so what, when it. I say Manti Teo, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, catfishing? Yes. Yeah, so this I took place that. back in... 2012 mm-hmm. 2013 mm-hmm. Manti Tyrell was a star linebacker for the University of Notre Dame mm-hmm. and they were you know going to the national championship game they went 12 and 0 well at the beginning of his 
senior season, his grandma and his girlfriend passed away. So in the same day, 24 hours from it, it was huge mm-hmm. sports news. Yep. And, you know, so he dedicated their season. They go 12-0. and 0. They're going to play Alabama in the national championship in one of the biggest games of the century. And seven days before the national champion comes out, Deadspin, this, like, deadbeat sports writer company, releases that his girlfriend didn't exist and everything. And it was just insane. Mind-boggling. Like, my, the sports world went crazy. Like, there were people, like, it was right when the Lance Armstrong thing had yeah. just hit and everything. And so he was one of the – and Tiger Woods and all the stuff that he, – he was one of the three-hated called sports – he was one of the three hated sports players of all of sports. Wow. And everyone, but they interviewed him on the documentary. Yeah, it was him. And so he got catfished by a dude yeah. who is now a girl. Right. And so, and then it had Manti Tao's family, yeah. and Manti Tao's best friend. It's they talked so to the athletic sad. director. And so it, like, it talked about her motivations and why he did it. And then it talked about Manti Teo and how so like, was catfishing it, wasn't really a thing back then. Right. But he had never met this girl. Like yeah. they had only talked online. Wow. And all, and it was just so. Was it a one-hour episode? It was two one-hour episodes. Oh, so it is like a little it's series. split. Yeah, okay. it's a little yeah. split. So yeah. yeah, and it was just I didn't realize how much it affected him, Manti yeah. Teo, because he was What's at the he top doing of the world. Today? He's he's not in the NFL anymore. Yeah. So he went to the NFL, but he I had so he much anxiety. He literally disappeared for. He, he did had like to. he play. He stopped That's playing football sad. in 2021. Yeah, and so now I don't oh. really know what he's doing. I think okay. he's back in Hawaii. He looks great. Do you great. recommend it to everybody? To oh watch? yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Like even if you're not a sports person, like this, it was just amazing. Okay. On just well, it's like number two or three on Netflix. Yeah, it, it's well. really good, and it you can breeze through it. So, but yeah, it, it's it was fascinating. Okay. Well, I will watch. Especially that. since most. Most of our listeners live through it. And right. Allie is no sports girl at all, but she but knows But I remember what hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. like it, it, it was did. everywhere. Yeah, it was insane. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I have one that just, I've been, we've been talking about it. It's welcome to, welcome to Wrexham and it, Wex, Wrexham? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's the um, Ryan Reynolds, Rob McLehaney bought a, oh my bought a gosh, soccer you team. guys. I'm telling you, the only bad part about this, and I'm just, is it's literally, they dropped two episodes, they're only 29 minutes each, and I just could have kept watching and watch. I mean, I had goosebumps, I was crying already, it's so sweet, I mean, listen, this is the oldest soccer league that they bought. Okay, mm. and and when I say soccer, y'all, you know, I mean their football. term is football, football. But I say soccer. But you know, we learned from Ted Lasso. You know, there's the Premium League, then the Championship League, then there's League One and Two. Yeah. And so that's the pyramid. Well, they're like thirty under that. Oh. This league they bought. Yeah. I mean, they're and you know, and it's the third oldest pro club there is, and it's the oldest one in Wales. But this little town, you know, in this documentary starts with them, you know, the town had to vote for Rob and Ryan to buy them. You know, yeah. the town had to vote. And there was a lot of apprehension because they were like, why are they doing this? Why are they, gonna, sure. are they going to put us up? Because it's a teeny tiny town. But, oh, my gosh, you guys, it it's amazing. I mean, just, and, you know, and it, and it is documentary style. And the second one... You know, I mean, they're kind of starting from scratch. You know, they 
kind of gave these guys an ultimatum, so I, I can't wait for the third one. Um, there's, um, I believe there's eight episodes. I don't have it in my notes, but the next one comes out on Wednesday and they're just 30 minutes long. And whether you are into that soccer or not, it's just, and it's, and Ryan and Rob are hilarious. Oh, sure. And Rob said that they've never met. And I, and I don't know if he's joking about that, but they really, you know, Rob said, yeah, we've already met on video you know, but I, I don't know, huh. but, um, they seem like they've known each other forever, but I'd highly recommend this. It's absolutely a lovely story. And well, I'm once telling you, binge watching Ted Lasso, you go straight into yeah, this. It's going to be about this town. It's about this little town who got struck like everyone else by that pandemic and it just shut them down. And now they're going to bring them up through the ranks. I'm not saying they're going to be Premier League, but even just making it to the League Two would be make them happy. So, anyway, okay, Mitchum, talk for a minute about we both saw House of Dragons. Yes. What did so you think of the first, the first episode I mean, of House of Dragons? renewed it for two. Yeah, the first episode of House of Dragons dropped last Sunday. The second episode is out now as of 24 minutes ago. Yep. Um, and we'll all be watching that later tonight. I actually really enjoyed the first episode. Okay. Uh, There's a lot of characters that I think are going to have interesting stories. And it seems like it's going to take place over a long time period. Because they've cast older and younger right. uh, yeah. characters of the same name. So okay. I think maybe this episode will take place 20 years later. And the girl will be grown up, the princess. Or whatever, but I'm I, and I like how there's nothing to do with the original show. Right. They even say that, and the first thing you see is this takes place 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen yeah. and the Mad King and everything, and I love that. Okay. So they're just cutting ties, and I was actually looking forward to Sunday night on this episode, wow. which is well, I can't say you know for any Game of Thrones show, I was really looking forward to. Well, so. here's what I have to say about it. This is what you will see. No. Dragons, beheadings, jousting, yeah. C-sections, death, and orgies. Yeah, that about sums it up. It sounds like a Game of Thrones show. There it is. So, yeah, 2.6 million viewers. So Yeah, highest, largest of all time, yeah, I think, or something yeah. like that. So. so we'll tune in to episode two tonight. It's funny that they're dropping them live i like it i like how they're doing it something to look forward to exactly talking about that last show yep so and then just real quick i'm uh wrapping up lock and key um i've you know their final um series season is at just came out I've watched all three. I'm right in the middle of season three, and they're going to wrap it up as a series finale. And I don't know why, but I've enjoyed it. It's just kind of fun. It's, you know, about these magical keys, and each key does something different, and they're all hidden around their house. And I've enjoyed it. I've watched, I'm in, you know, I've watched every episode so far. So it's nice. it's a fun little series. Good. So what's on the radar? Yeah, we got a lot of good shows coming out. I mean, obviously, House of Dragons to be looking forward for the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll have Andor, which is dropping three oh, episodes so on September excited. 21st. And then the uh, of Lord Power. of the Rings, The Rings of Power, which is coming and out And, you know, soon. they're releasing it one day in theaters oh really yeah you can go see it in theaters that's one awesome. day awesome yeah cool so. yeah i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about that so we'll see. i don't know i'm yeah we'll see all right so yeah cool that's trailers. weekly watches oh sorry and yeah. now we're going on to trailer talk. sorry i jumped right. right into trailer talk relics i'm excited for the greatest beer run ever 
Um, Zach Efron and Mitchum. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, I'm there. Like the photographer. I'm it's there. Based on a true story, that means I'll be there. Oh yeah. And it's you know takes place in 1967. I love movies in that era, and it's like I'm have a feeling Zac Efron must be injured or something, but he ends up literally taking beer to all of his childhood buddies during the Vietnam War. So. We'll see. Interesting how that plays out. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, and then Pinocchio does yeah, we saw the first trailer. nothing yeah. for me. I hear Tom Hanks, and I think of him, how he was in Elvis. That's the first thing I thought mm, about, was that I don't. voice in Elvis. I forgot Tom Hanks was even in it, Ugh. but I think I he would no play a great desire. Giuseppe. So. I think all Disney people, if you're into Disney, and I know a lot of you out there are, then they'll go see it. Or It's just, it's not going to be in the theaters. They're just putting it on Disney. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah so, I didn't hear about that. And then Empire of the Light trailer, um, you know, Sam Mendes, Roger Deakins, Oscar, I'm there. I yeah, predict yeah, the, the early these Oscar. These are the same guys that did Skyfall. They it's did 1917. So, yeah, it'll be an amazingly shot film yeah. and a good Listen, story. I don't mean to, but Robert, Roger Deakins is amazing. And he's at an age where we need to appreciate his work now. Yeah. So I would highly suggest we all go see this Empire of the Light. Sure. Because it's I love the name. Amazing. That sounds really uh, cool. It's going to be amazing. Also, we got a little sneak peek of the Last of Us TV show that putting out by HBO with Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, who was the young girl in Game of Thrones yes. at the end everybody fell in love with. Yeah. Well, I'll so, see it just for Pedro. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. And um, Offerman. Yeah, Nick, Nick Offerman, Offerman. He's in it as well. So yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It looks very – He. I'm surprisingly how well – they look like their characters too. Like yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty yeah. crazy. I'm excited. So, so. okay, so that's uh, that was trailer talk. Now we're getting to the meat and potatoes. Uh, here's our take. Few movies that we've watched to kind of get us through this lull, I guess. Uh, Allie, why don't you start us off, and then we can all move along from there. So. Okay. Well, um, I watched Day Shift. And Jamie Fox, Dave Franco, Steve Howie asked me why I watched this. Don't know. Um, I was about to say, you sum it up in like five words. It was yeah, move it on. was horrible. <laughs> yeah, Steve Howie. Wasn't a Snoop Dogg in this? Yes, Snoop yeah, okay. Dogg was in there too. Steve yeah. Howie was from Shameless. He played Kev. He oh, was the best part of the whole yeah. thing. Okay. And I just, you know, it was a Monday night. about vampires, night. right? Yes, it was a Monday night. I'm Must training, have been pretty low. I'm training a girl at work, and I just was so, I just needed nothing. I just needed to be on my couch and just kind of watch nothing. Yeah. So for some reason, I chose it, you know, for an hour and 53 minutes. I do not recommend it. Okay, Mitch. All right, moving on. There you go. That's all you need to do. So I think we both watched. This was on Amazon Prime. It just came out. The Samaritan. Yeah. With uh, Sly Sly Stallone and no one else. Well, the guy from Game of Thrones was in it. There's a guy. I don't even know. But uh, this movie was nothing special. Right. It It was very forgettable. Yes, extremely. Um, I'm telling you, my first red flag was it was Balboa production. Yeah, you know that was mine Balboa too. Is? I was like, oh, it's Rocky that's, Balboa. that's Rocky Balboa. So yeah. I thought, oh, crap, that's his it's production a company. Movie. Yeah. You know, I didn't hate it. He's looking it, old. Yeah. It he meant terrible. Well. It meant well. Sure. It really did. It meant and well. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, the ending threw me. I wasn't expecting him to be the other one. Was, the other one. Yeah. yeah I, that that did totally, kind of I, didn't, I didn't catch that. 
was. So yeah, okay. he was. Yeah, so I was. That was really surprising. But other than that, I was. I mean, it. You know, I could take leave it. I could take it or leave yeah, it. Yeah, like, exactly. This was, so let's just leave it at that. Yeah. We're just gonna take it yeah. or leave it. You know. The best thing about it is it was short. It was an hour and a half. Right. And it was, it was short and straight to the point, and that's all you needed. Yep, that's so. it. Okay, what's next? Okay, so I got a movie that you haven't seen yet, which I oh. know you'll love. This is also on Amazon Prime. It just came out. It's 13 Lives, which we've been talking <gasps> oh, about God, yes. for a while. Ron Howard directs. It's Viggo Mortensen, uh, Colin Farrell, Joel Edgerton are the, three guy, are the three guys. And then they brought in a bunch of, like, Taiwanese actors and actresses and stuff like that, which is great. And so, obviously, this is about the story of the 13 kids that were stuck in the cave, the soccer team. They went to this cave with their coach, and they were stuck down there for 18 days. Gosh, and it was about the divers that dove down in there and rescued these kids. And, oh, my, it was just, it was amazing. Like, holy cow, like, what they had to do to get the kids out, how they rallied, like, a whole nation behind them, like, they had 5,000 volunteers from 17 different countries helping people out. They were diverting. So, like, at one, they talked about different aspects of the movie, um, and they were – so it was monsoon season, and so all this rain was coming down on this mountain. Well, this water engineer was trying to gather up all these um, volunteers to help divert water away from these sinkholes, mm-hmm. and they ended up flooding all these rice fields <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Mitch, yeah, speaking great, of thunder, yeah, we are having a huge thunderstorm yeah, right now. It's raining like crazy outside. So, like, there was there was these whole crops that were ruined to help these kids. <gasps> really, and they brought in these divers from United States, or no, I'm sorry, from London and England, and um, Joel Edgerton. Which, how they saved these kids, which I don't know if I remember hearing about, but they brought in Joel Edgerton, who was an esthetician. Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. And basically what they did is they knocked these kids unconscious with drugs and then put a mask on them and then swam them out for six hours. That's how long the dive took to get to the kids and then back. Yeah. And so did these they kids do were one comp- kid at a time. Yeah, they had one kid at. So the yeah. first day they did four kids. Okay. And then the second day they did everybody else. Yeah. And the second day it started raining. Oh. You know, and then one Taiwanese diver died during it. Yeah. And everything. It was. But I will say, if you have a problem with underwater stuff and tight, tight spaces, spaces, which I do, I don't yeah. like being underwater. I don't like underwater not, and then being. It was my anxiety was pretty high, and I was you on don't edge have the whole time. Anxiety, I don't, so, yeah. But like I was, like there, I don't. Drowning is probably one of my deepest, darkest yeah. fears, and one of the divers did. And just uh. being in a cave while it's fully submerged uh. was really scary. Well, but everyone lived that. because I, you know how it ends right. because we've lived it. Yeah. So that was some and, solace. You know, I had full intention of watching that that one Monday I came home. Yeah. But my brain was so full, and I've been reading about yeah. that. They're saying, I've I've have a buddy, and he's like, man, if you have issues with tight spaces and drowning, and you know, just you better just be yeah. careful. So other than that, it was it was great. Wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was fantastic. It was kind of a slow Vigo, start. What was Vigo's part? He was one of the cave divers. Okay. He was one of the him and Colin Farrell were the original two. Okay. They found the kids. Oh. They were the first ones to get to him because the Taiwanese divers cuz they were 2 miles away from the entrance and it was yeah. almost all submerged. 
So Colin Farrell and Vigo were the first two to get there, scouted them, and then they came back and they devised this plan to get them out and everything. So it was, but yeah, it was fantastic. It was kind of slow in the beginning because they go day by day and everything. Uh, but yeah, highly recommend it. Um, I love those kind of stories and just like what, just you know, just how they got the kids out was just amazed me. It was fantastic. Okay, so. cool. All right, what's next? What am I doing? Uh, you got a movie. Oh, gosh, yes. With my your first, boy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw two movies today. Yes. I really doubted this is that. part of her best day ever. I know. I really doubted that I was literally going to do this, but I had an early start. I had an early run, so I was able to go see an 11 o'clock showing of 3,000 Years of Longing, and I really kind of I'm so curious it. about this movie. You know what? I loved it. Really? I That kind of shocks me because he was either going to be really good or really bad i loved it okay and i just (laughs) that was perfect timing that crack at thunder (sighs) yeah anyway idris nailed it and as always i don't really care i'm sorry for tilda swinton she's just very odd but no other human could have played this part yeah and it was literally about a genie. I mean, she found a bottle, she read it, she got a genie, and, and it, the whole movie, it was, um, well, is rated R, it was an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, it's perfect. But you know what, you guys, this is, it was just storytelling. You know, uh, most of the movie took place in her hotel room in Istanbul, and she was telling him her stories, and but he was sharing his stories, how all the bottles he'd been in and all the people that he had granted. And it was so interesting, interesting. his stories. Yeah. You know? And it was just, it was like a little love story, you know, and she kind of fell in love with him and made a wish for both of them. It was just lovely. Fascinating. I okay. just, I, I was shocked because I just... I, this just really wasn't a movie for me, but I'm like, God, it's George Miller and Mad Max Fury Road is oh, on my top it is ten George list. George Miller, yeah. And I just and I love Idris, you know. And I didn't go to Beast. I just didn't yeah. because I just couldn't do that. And I'm so glad because it would have ruined me for Idris. Sure. Because you know what? He nailed this movie. He nailed it. And I had a good conversation with one of my August Keller. He um, reviews movies. I love his opinion. And I couldn't decide if I wanted to go see that Aubrey Plaza, the em- Emily, uh, the one where she does the credit card. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I heard you're great talking about. things about that. Yes, yes. And I really wanted to see that because I just didn't think I'd like this movie. But And he just said, well, it really needs to be seen in the theater. So I just took a chance, and I loved it that I went because I really loved it. That's awesome. It was so good. That's awesome. So, yes, I would recommend it. It, it, it has some, I don't know, It just go see it in a the theater. It needs a theater. Okay. And then my second feature, real quick. I went and saw one of my favorite Star... I'm not a Star Wars girl, okay? I'm sorry. I mean, I remember going and seeing my originals. Yep, yep. Which, what are they, Mitch? I'm four, five, and four, six. Four, five, and six now, Those are yeah. My, I went as a little girl. Wow, we are getting rain in Oklahoma. Oof. And we need it. Um... But I went and saw those in the theater when I was a little girl. Well, I wasn't really too little, but, uh, but Rogue One 
is oh man rogue run so good it is amazing it's so good so when i heard that it was coming out in imax i i went and saw that uh three thousand years of longing came home fixed dinner while dinner was warm i ran up to another theater across town and went and saw in imax rogue one and it was amazing yeah i absolutely love seeing a star wars yeah, talk movie. about a good day oh yeah i loved seeing that in imax it really it really makes a difference it, it was absolutely amazing all right guys this time on pause for popcorn we have two great questions continuing from all the questions you guys have asked us we're slowly getting through this bucket load of questions you've asked us and don't worry we're not getting everybody We'll get you guys next time. Yes. But um, our first question comes from an Instagram post. Uh, the name is scrapping yeah, me I'm right sorry. now. Yeah, I, I left that off, Mitchum, but it was... It yeah. came from a Robert Redford post, which is yes. Al, one of Allie's celebrity crushes growing up. In the right. Day. It was so his birthday. It was his birthday. That's what it was. Yeah, and, and so the, the question was, is, yeah. is who is our celebrity crushes? Currently. Current, yeah. Oh, currently. Yeah. Oh, currently. Because mine better. growing up was Robert Redford. Yes. I had a huge poster yeah. of him in my bedroom. I mean, mine probably growing up was Megan Fox, but that's just because. Oh, everybody. Every Everyone did. Because of, planet. yeah, because of so Transformers. So, do you have one currently, though, Mitchell? Oh, currently. Oh, man, that's a little tougher. Honestly, I'd probably say Emily Blunt. I knew you were going to say that. I'd probably say Emily Blunt. Yeah. Uh, so, what's yeah. your favorite Emily Blunt film? Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, no. Hands down. Because she's a badass. Yeah. Any movie, she's a badass. Dang. She's great. Ooh, she's awesome. So, but, I mean, she doesn't do it. And, I mean, obviously, uh, Quiet Place. She's badass in that, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. I could watch that on repeat, almost. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I c And yeah. we're still waiting for another one. Yeah. They're supposedly oh, really I just are. thought of another one, too. Kate Beckinsale has been a long-time celebrity crush of me. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Because she was in the Underworld series. But I always... I love... And she was badass. She's badass. Yeah. I love... I love love her so much yeah she's fantastic yeah she so. is well i'm sure you guys know from she's how much like i 10. post it's like brad pitt you know <laughs> yeah i'm just i mean how could you how could him. it not how could it not well, yeah brad pitt. we're kind of like around the same age so i feel like you know we really could be a couple but, yeah hey hook us up yeah no and so anyway i love brad and you know i love ryan gosling ryan reynolds and Tom, Tom Cruise, yeah. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Daniel Craig, when you almost oh, fainted, yeah, when you Craig. bet him. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Christian Bale, he's just like, you know, he's not really, he is, gore, but he's not really. He, I just yeah, think that's he true. is an that's actor. That's true. Yeah, okay? that's fair. And mm -hmm. even Tom Hardy, too. I mean, you know, but still. Tom, yeah. okay. I see what you, I, I, I get what you're trying to say, yeah. and I, I, I kind of agree. Yeah. So, so well, All right, and the fun. other question came from our email. You guys can email us at here's our take oh, podcast yeah, at gmail.com. Email. Yeah. Email us your questions. Gmail.com. Gmail.com. <laughs> they want to know what is our favorite scene in a movie? Movie scene. Movie scene. Well, my, the you know, I've got several, and they're all oh, for yeah. my favorite movies, sure. you know, but it's that final scene in Silver Lining Playbook. When, oh, yeah. You know, he find Bradley yep. Cooper finally comes clean to Jennifer. Lawrence and he gives her the note yes, and she like reads it. I yeah, see it. yeah. Aww. That's such. A, that's a good. I yeah. And the first thing she says, "I do love you" or something yeah. like that. I was like, "Oh, that's you yeah. do love me." Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. Goes, yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I 
I just I drop yeah. a tear every single time. Yeah. Okay. What's yours in Gladiator? Uh, okay, Gladiator. Oh man, there's so I'll come back to that. The first one that came to mind obviously was uh, Infinity War when <gasps> oh, Cap yes. picks up that hammer. Yes. For the first that nine minutes, I yes. had goosebumps. I was hooping and hollering at everyone. That was and just like being there with everyone and seeing it for the first time was just phenomenal. Like that that will always stick in my mind forever and everything and i hope my kids someday will have a scene like that that they can think back on or it'll be so, that one or it'll be that my one yeah hopefully one is pride and prejudice at the very end at the very end it's just like you know he comes walking across that field oh, at yeah. 6 a.m yeah. and i remember um you know the director even talking about it you know saying man i know this scene was going too long it was going too long and then he said but then i turned around and looked at my casting my crew and all the women were just mouths were dropped <laughs> and he said then i knew that this scene wasn't too long oh my gosh. and it's just the most magnificent scene it's simply watching him walk across a field but his long coat is flowing she's standing there waiting for him yeah. and you just know this is this is it they're finally gonna admit to you know they love each other it was it's it's like my uh it's that's simply great. amazing makes yeah. me want to watch it again tonight so gladiator one i mean there's so many but i it would have to be at the very end when he finally kills commodus and he's like mm. dying and he's like fading in and out and he's uh, like walking in the field yes, and everything and the music, and the music is uh, so good and, he and he's freeing everyone then he opens the door and he sees his, his kid and his wife like uh, I, it's just so i when i first saw it's it it's epic i i was so bad that he died i was like he's the main character like he's not supposed to die but now i've seen it like a 50 bajillion times and i'm just like there's no other way Oh, it yeah. could have ended, oh, yeah, and just being that epic, and the music, oh, the music is Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer like, dude, just tug it on God. your heartstrings. God. So good. Yeah, it so, is good. And I have another one. Um, this one is from Saving Private Ryan, <gasps> and oh. it's also at the end where Tom Hanks has completed his mission. He has saved Matt Damon, and he's dying. And, shoot, and there's a German tank coming across the bridge. And he's, like, shooting at it, trying to protect everyone. And he's, like, on his last breath. And then all of a sudden, these P-51 Mustangs come in and drop bombs mm. on the tank. So he shoots it, and then the tank, like, blows up. And it's because they finally got air support, and they were able to help Tom, or help Matt Damon get to his family yeah. and everything. I'm just like, oh, I, I love that scene. That's so great. And then one more. This is kind of a series of scenes. Um, it's from Zack Snyder's 300. Oh, and yeah. it's when so this is after so they've been in the gates of Thermopylae for about a day now mm -hmm. and they just go through it's like a really it's like a montage scene of like the next week of Xerxes throwing stuff from all ends of the earth yeah. at these 300 Spartans and they're defeating like rhinos and magic and different spearmen and bowmen and everything and I just love the way it's shot and it's so badass and like when I first saw it I was like oh this is so cool like Spartans are awesome like what the heck and yeah. I love the way that Zack Snyder did like and the it movie's really bloody shot, it, it was, was really crazy shot but I yeah. love the contrast he did yeah and like the cinematography so yeah I love that scene I could watch that yeah. over and well my other one of course is Jerry Maguire 
Oh gosh! And which I one? just love it in the elevator scene when he has the goldfish in oh, one hand. Oh yeah! And, the, and yeah. the couple walks in and they're deaf and their hand, you know. And Jerry's like, "I wonder what they're saying." And Dorothy really knows. Yeah. And she's like, "Well, he just told her that she completes him." You know, and oh, then, that's and then where it comes at the from. very okay. end, okay. She, they're in the girls and they're all the women club and they're bitching yep. about their, yeah. you know, about being single and how horrible men are. And Jerry <laughs> walks in on him. He goes, I'm looking for my wife. And Dorothy was down on her knees picking up some trash. And then he does the speech. And he's just, yeah. it's the best. I mean, Tom just... It's just beautiful that he, and he really was like in front of all these women giving this speech and all these women are looking up at him. It was just a beautiful speech. And he goes, I need my wife, you know, and that's, and he's, you know, you complete me. And it was just an amazing scene. So I could go on all day. Oh yeah. There's so many. There's so many. And I know you guys are going, Allie, why didn't you mention Dune? Well, you know why? Because Dune is a two hour (laughs) scene for me. I can't (laughs) pick. Just, I can't pick just yeah. one. It's a three-hour storyboard. It's, it's all one scene. It's the whole movie. Yeah. You guys know that about me. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, that was a fun show. Yeah, yeah. That was a great show. It I was, can't uh, wait to edit this because I want to hear if you guys are hearing our thunder. Oh, yeah. It's it going crazy. It is thundering like crazy yeah. here. And I think and we're going to leave it in. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we uh, the, for not having a lot of movies that came out, we still had a lot to talk about. Yeah, we did. And there's still a lot to come out. We still have a lot of fourth quarter stuff coming out. And that you we're know, when it's sad that WB mentioned all they have money to do is Black I know. Adam I didn't understand and, that. And the Darling movie. Yeah. Because that's our next big movie. Yeah. I was really Darling, surprised by that. What, Don't worry, Darling. Isn't that just sad? I'm super looking forward to that, by the way. Ryan yeah, Blackout. Yeah, because Shazam got pushed back. Yeah. Because they had, couldn't do it this year because well, of money. Well, and Avatar was coming out the same weekend. Remember? Oh, yeah, and there that's was true. No way. I forgot about Avatar's coming yeah, out, Yeah, and you know what? I saw that in 3D. That Avatar in 3D. Oh, in the, in the IMAX? It was beautiful. Oh, but yeah. you know what? Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, you yeah. guys. Yeah. That, it just, yeah. uh, I just... To see that in 3D, that commercial, because yeah. I saw it in both theaters. Today. Oh yeah, and to see it, and it just gave me goosebumps. Sure, it's gonna be freaking amazing. Yeah, I'm oh excited. yeah, yeah, so, I'm looking forward to it. So again, yeah, we have a lot of fourth quarter stuff coming up. And, and just real quick, mm. I want to give some shout outs. Of course, I mentioned several of you. You know, Zach Zany movie reviews. I love his reviews. My buddy, um, Future Flicks, you know, I, I love his posts, and we talk daily. And then um, I want to, I got a shout-out from Cinemastina. I said that right. Woo-hoo! And then um, a movie review website also gave us a shout-out. And I will tag all these people. I appreciate everybody. Um, I did a shout out to my my ten people. I have a ton more. Oh yeah, but you know they only let you mention ten. Yeah, because I want I had twenty two on my list, <laughs> so I just had to kind of narrow it down. But I love you all, and we appreciate all of you listening. The only thing we ask of you is if you could just give us a little rating on Spotify. I don't know how Apple Podcast works, but I know on Spotify. Because I've done it to all you guys. If you could just, you know, it'd be great if you left us a review, you know. But if you could just hit those five stars, because the more stars we get, 
we kind of start going up the ladder a little bit. Yeah, yep. so, it's all about the and algorithm. And then we can quit our jobs and do this full time. That's that's what it's all about. Woo, woo. That's what it's all about. We yeah. can't do it without you guys. Yeah. So, All right, we appreciate you guys, and we'll be back here soon. Yeah. Go to the movies. <laughs>